Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend. Welcome to another episode. Okay, so calories don't matter. Oh gosh, I have heard this many times. I wonder if I've even said it in the past. All is possible. (laughs) This whole idea that calories don't matter. Look, when it comes to weight loss, which is often what we talk about, calories do matter. And I think that often in the fitness industry, you know, there was such extreme dieting. We went through all that dieting, no fat kind of phase of like maybe 80s and early 90s. And I think it's still scarred (laughs) so many of us Um, to then going so far the other way of being like, no, just intuitive eating and listen to your body. And it's like, okay, that doesn't really work either because intuitive eating and listening to your body can mean very different things depending where you're at with your health. If I listened to my body before I got into this health industry in my early 30s, like let's say my mid-20s, when I was had carried a bit of extra weight, had acne, didn't realize why, didn't realize it was because of my gut health. But you know, the way I would have intuitively ate then would have been uh, way different than I intuitive eat now. And so that's why the whole intuitive eating, yes, I think that there's times for it and I believe it works, but it works often after a, a phase of education and learning and being restrictive to one, cleanse your body, to help your body to balance hormones, to change your palate, all of that for all of that to happen, you need to be restrictive for a long time. And I say a long time because it's going to be different for everyone. It depends where we're at in our journey. How long did it take us to get there? And where are we headed? And so I know I've talked about that before, but like this whole idea, like I said, of intuitive eating works, but only after we've learned. So calories, this whole idea that calories don't matter isn't true. If weight loss is your goal, it is an energy thing. It's calories in, calories out. Doesn't matter if you're eating the healthiest of foods. If you're over consuming the calories that your body needs, then the weight will come on regardless of it being really good whole food choices. The difference is you can eat a lot more whole foods, feel more satiated, and it be fewer calories than if you eat junk food, chances are that you're that we overeat those because of them being processed and having a high number of chemicals and preservatives. And so they just affect our cravings so much differently. You can eat less of that and still lose weight. The difference is what you're going to get in that, that approach or what you're going to miss out on is vitality and energy and glowing skin and thick hair and 
a radiance when people just say you glow like that's not going to come from the from having fewer calories in the form of processed foods but like I said you can also have the opposite where you're eating really healthy foods and you may get the vibrancy you may get the well you will get the healthy hair the beautiful skin all of that but the weight will still come on if you're over consuming so and also with food choices um one of the things with that is on both sides whether it's good food choices like choosing whole foods and choosing junk foods if you're choosing foods that are higher in sugar, for example, even on the healthy side, I don't think we need to talk about the junk food side, but even on the healthy side, if you're packing in your calories and staying under calories to lose the weight, but you're, you know, consuming it all in fruits or um, something that is a higher carbohydrate, like higher potatoes or rice or whatever that is, then that's also going to impact your blood sugar levels. And here's the thing about blood sugar levels is that when our blood sugar levels are all over the place, this is when we get that attack for cravings and we get that crash of energy. So you'll, we increase the energy when the food comes in and then shortly after we crash, it's that afternoon, can't keep the eyes open and we're wondering why. But when we look back and see what we ate, perhaps it was high in sugars or carbohydrates. So how do you balance that? How do you balance your blood sugar levels? Because again, balancing these blood sugar levels is key to those cravings. So if we're eating those junk foods, chances are we're going to crave a ton more. If we're eating healthy foods, but we're with, we're still within our calories, but we're high carbohydrate, we're going to crave things. And when we crave things, what happens? We make really kind of impulsive choices, um, either. And if we don't make an impulsive choice, it's taking every ounce of willpower to stay on track. So it's miserable, but it also affects your blood, um, sorry, your hormones, which can lead to even feeling besides lack of energy leads you to feeling agitated. It can even lead to feeling slightly depressed. So balancing blood, blood sugar levels is really key. So how do you do that? Balancing blood sugars is actually not a difficult thing to do. The key is to add protein and good fats with most of your meals, if not all. So that's how when for me, whenever I'm constructing a meal, constructing, you can tell I'm not a cook because no cook would talk about constructing a meal like that. But anyways, I always think to myself first, what is my protein source that I'm going to have? Am I going to have chicken? Am I going to have beef? Am I going to have lamb? Um, am I going to have some fish? What am I going to have? My second thing I think of is what veggies am I going to have with this? And most of the times I will include at least one green one. So what is it? Am I going to have some broccoli, some cauliflower, some zucchini, some eggplant, some squash? What kind of vegetable am I going to have? And then from there, depending on my training and depending on the time of day. So like around lunch, I might have a bit of carbohydrate. And again, vegetables are all, all have carbohydrates in them. But when we say carbohydrate, we're ten, we tend to be thinking of those that are higher in carbs. So like the potatoes, even the sweet potato um, tubers, like the more kind of dense um Um, like root vegetables. So those are higher in carbohydrates. I tend to keep those 
closer to lunch. But also if you're too low carbohydrate as a woman and you find that you're not sleeping well, chances are you need to include a little bit with dinner. But there's these really healthy sources that you can choose that are um, lower in calories than adding some other kind of um, processed things like a mac and cheese, for example. (laughs) And again, you can make healthy versions of all these things. But my point is that you want to balance. And so that's that's the process that I go through when I'm thinking about how am I going to put this meal together? My number one goal is to balance the blood sugar levels. And then yes, I track to make sure that I'm within my calories, that I'm hitting my protein goals. My protein goal every single day, and I will always talk about this, is getting to 100 grams. Now you want to get to 0.8 grams per um, ideal for per pound of ideal body weight. So really I should be having a little bit more than that. But I find if you could be consistent with 100 grams, like that's great. You're going to pretty much, that means you're including 30, 35 grams with each meal. You're going to feel satiated all day. You're going to have energy. You're not going to crash. Your mood is going to be stable. Um, And if you're then also keeping your calories in check, even maybe reducing them by 100 to 200 calories, then you're going to find that over time you're going to lose weight and feel really good while you're doing it. I don't recommend cutting your calories more than 200 calories a day from what you're supposed to be having. So for example, for me, for like um, my, to maintain my weight, I should be on about 1800 calories. If I want to lose weight um, slowly, then I should be at about 1600. And then if I want to lose a bit more, I can go down to about 1550. I don't recommend for women to go under 1500, but there's actually a really great calculator. It's called, um, actually I think it's called calculator.net. It's a calorie calculator. And with anything, you know, I don't think you have to be overly paranoid with it, but if you know that you're consuming 22, 2300 calories a day and you should be at 200, then that's where those sneaky pounds do start to come up. And that's where we go, what? I've been eating so well. How come I'm still putting on weight or why am I not shifting that? Sometimes it just means literally cutting out a couple of things for a matter of weeks and you can start to shift that weight or switch up what you're having. Like I said, when we're making healthy food choices, we can often eat more of something and still keep the calories low. So I love using calculators, um, apps to calculate. And one I really love is Carb Manager. I find it really easy. There's other ones out there. Calculating's a pain, but here's the thing. It gets easier over time because we tend to eat very similar things um, most days of the week. So you can, once you programmed your um, things into the app, it gets easier and quicker over time, but it's definitely worth it. And it's often eye-opening. I say, look at these apps and look at all of this as an education, like rather than thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to be obsessive with this and I'm going to worry about it. Like, don't worry about it. Don't become obsessive. And obviously for anyone that has struggled with eating disorders, this isn't going to be a great path for you. So I just always like to have that there that depending on our situation, we have to be more cautious. When I'm talking about these kind of things, I'm talking to the general population. And this has worked with people that I've with clients that I work with and it's worked with myself and tracking really is, it really is key. If weight loss is your goal. Now, if your goal isn't weight loss, then you don't need to worry about it. Maybe you're just looking to get 
fitter, stronger. And so the exercise is more the side of things that you are focused on. If weight loss is your goal, it's essential. Exercise isn't enough to lose weight. You can change body shape um, by getting stronger, but if you want to see that actual like fat loss going, it's got to be, um, it comes from nutrition. Okay, friends, I hope that that has helped. So in the end, calories, <laughs> calories do matter and the calorie choices we make do matter. And I love to share this because I want you to be your healthiest, your strongest, your fittest possible. I also want the effort that you put in to be so worth it. Like if you're already on this path to healthy eating, I want you to get the most of it. And again, we're not looking at coloring, coloring. We're not looking at cutting back an extreme amount. Please don't start thinking, going to, oh, I've got to eat 13 or 1200 calories a day. Like it's not sustainable and you're going to get yourself into trouble because the important thing about eating is nourishing your body. You want that nourishment and also having things last. It's better to lose that one pound a week or even, you know, one to two pounds every couple weeks at the end of the month, at six months, like look long-term. I know it's hard because we don't see it when it's that slow, but as long as you're headed in the right direction, it's so worth it. And I would way rather lose those 10 pounds over a two month, two and a half month period than to, you know, do it in one week and then realize that my goodness, that was not sustainable. My hormones are all over the place. I've been miserable. This isn't fun. And now I want to eat everything in sight, <laughs> right? Always a little bit extreme. But um, yeah, I just want you to have the very best experience as possible when it comes to your journey, your journey of being fit and strong and healthy. It doesn't need to be miserable. Like I said, use the app, use this as a form of just learning and become curious about, about your body and about food and how these things work rather than looking at it like so one dimensional and so like, oh, it's a diet. I can't eat this and I can't eat that because I'm on a diet and I'm going to lose weight. And we put ourselves kind of into this victim mentality and ooh, that ain't healthy. All right, beautiful friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Before I go, I want to remind you, if you're still looking to incorporate strength training into your routine, I highly recommend, I know I'm biased, my kettlebell program. We go live on Saturdays. I have a monthly program for you, and it's just so much fun. Women from all around the world, strength training together from home. So if you're interested or intrigued, go to rockofit.com and you'll see all the information there on the front page. Also, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you learned anything, if you found it of value, I would so love a review on iTunes. It really means the world and it makes such a big difference. All right, till next time, have a great one. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear 
has the possibility of changing everything.